soul of our society is under attack. Wake up, sheeple! The Illuminati puppet masters are pulling their dark strings of their mega corporations in order to create a new order of mindless drones who are subservient to their mass-produced, lab-grown occultist scions. The elimination and replacement of birds was just the beginning. Who else could pull off such a sinister plan that would have insane widespread ecological impact, collapsing multiple food chains, and replacing our fine-feathered friends with shadow government drones? Your beloved 90s sitcoms were nothing but reverse satanic propaganda painted over with neon colors obscured by Zach Morris's elegantly quaffed hair. The evidence is hidden right in front of you, in plain sight. Is it coincidence that one of the biggest music stars of a generation also has a resemblance to a high priestess of the Church of Satan? And the event that cemented her as a pop culture icon involved a sacred occultist ritual that was broadcasted around the globe? This case file join the theorists as they skim the headlines, throw context out the window, and take the crazy train off the rails for a good, old-fashioned power hour. Welcome to Alien Theorists Theorizing Power Hour! <laughs> we actually didn't discuss the intro. I thought That's we were going to play the other theme. Yeah. I don't have it on my sample board, I don't think. No. Not I'm Braden. Not the full, ver full version. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm disappointed I didn't get to hear the fucking Power Hour song. That's all. The, that's all Too fucking bad. To I deal with it. Wait. I'll play it off my computer just for you. Not off the not off the sampler, off the computer. Give me a second. I hear it. Is that the one? I guess. No. That's the one. That's not the one. <laughs> well, that's the one Andrew thinks it is. So apparently, well, there's, yes. there's Mr. Conspiracy's there, Power Hour, like but we don't we don't play that one when Mr. Conspiracy oh, yeah. is not here. Yeah, that's only that's when just, he's here. Yeah, well, the metal one. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. Um, we had uh, we had something else planned for tonight. Um, kind of fell apart uh, last minute with some special guests we were going to have on, um, and due to scheduling, we just didn't want to move anything up. So we decided, what better use of our time than to record a fucking power hour? Woo! This hour is filled with all the most credible conspiracies that have been submitted to us that we've been holding on to waiting for a power hour to explore <laughs> because these are just some fucking unreal like prepare to have your mind your whole perception of reality change tonight Top we slaved over these man. we worked hard these are most most of these are submitted of people by hundreds and thousands of people saying you've got to do this you've got to do this and Normally, we would do them on a case file, but these ones are too special to do on a case file. Too important <laughs> too to much, do on an ATT confidential. Too much too information. Controversial. We might be canceled after this. I wouldn't be surprised if we're shut down in the middle of this. Some of the stuff we're going to talk about tonight on 
Power Hour 18. Mm. Well yeah, said. Don't be surprised if you see our uh, bodies turn up in some uh, some harbors yeah. face brain. down in the water. <laughs> what? How many white cl- claws many are you claws in? How deep what are the you? Fuck. Yeah, a couple. God, how much you talk when you're drunk? Wait, are you trying to restart the intro again? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, we can do it. I ha- We can do it again. All right. Let's get down to the brass tacks here, boys. For rapid fire conspiracies. Where are we starting? Who wants to go first? Who's got one? Okay, well, let's let us uh, let's start with an easy one. I'll start with mine because this is one people send as a, they always send as a joke, but I think there might be more to it. It's that birds aren't real. Oh, and fuck. back in the 70s, the CIA, at the advice of their board of directors, annihilated billions, I think at least 11 billion birds and replaced them <sighs> with robots in order to spy on the American public and gather information. So okay. are you saying what you're telling me right now is every time when we hear in these news of like them finding mass bodies of birds, that's just them wiping out any like invading bird speed. Some pockets, like pockets, some pockets of, pockets pockets of, of survivors. Birds. Because it was impossible to wipe out all birds at once. They did a pretty yeah. good job. They actually call it, it's between 59 and 71 with altered B-52 bombers spraying poison is how they killed the birds actually as goes the theory. Sure, poison that specifically targeted birds and no other. Ooh, only wildlife. is that correct? So what you're telling birds. me is like some sort of sickness, like say the avian flu. Mm, cannot confirm nor deny. Boom. And along with poison, they, they use something also called the Turkey X 500, which is a robot used to hunt large birds. So I guess the large birds weren't affected by the poison. So this Turkey X 500 was a attack robot and it would hunt down large birds until eventually this thing so it's specifically aerial what about like ground-based birds what about chickens and actual turkeys no they're it doesn't get into specifics birds aren't included dan these are only so flightless flight- birds aren't get, so peacocks wait well, yeah because well, well, yeah, flying birds because fly. because ground birds don't shit on your car very often they don't so the reason behind this bird apocalypse so they could spy on us and not get shit on their car on their cars. Not to two like, for one. Not to uh, just segue a little bit, but I do a yeah. really good peacock impersonation. You do? Yeah. Okay. What? Are, you're all peacock. <laughs> it's all p. It's all p. No cock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. It's all show, no go. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, are you gonna do the peacock? Is oh, do you want me to? I'm yeah. gonna have to lean way back. No, just so say. Yeah, you're just mic. gonna say it and not do it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. If you've is ever a, seen a peacock, is that a peacock? That's I mean, I've seen. It I gotta peacock. put on my shades now for this. This is guy. getting ridiculous. And okay, the bird conspiracy goes farther. And the reason JFK was assassinated is he wouldn't sign the bill. <laughs> he wouldn't sign the bill to a set to murder the book to poison all the birds. So they assassinated the bill, him. So to make it law that they have to fucking kill all kill the, the birds. birds. Because JFK, the birds. according to the internet, JFK wouldn't, would, he refused to kill and replace billions of birds with drones. Yeah, but like little known fact about JFK, the guy loves birds. Huge bird lover. He actually is behind a lot of the world's bird law. <laughs> bird law. Bird law. I'll, I'll start a new subreddit with that, um, with that version. That's that's pretty funny. So that's why the mafia killed him is because he wouldn't he wouldn't spend 
hundreds of millions, if not billions, of taxpayer dollars <laughs> to kill all to the birds, all birds, <laughs> to stop them from shitting on spies. cars. But think about it, though. If a bird was a drone, you would never suspect it. Just sitting on the power lines. We're good. Keep going. We're trying um, to shut us down. Sitting on there. Well, you know what? When I was a when I was a teenager, yeah. I destroyed a lot of birds with BB guns. A lot of I. You know what? But here's the thing. I used to feel bad, but now I don't feel bad because I didn't know they were robots. Hmm. It's terrible. It was a different time. I was a young man with a BB gun. Killing billions of birds with no ecological, no ecological impact whatsoever. That wouldn't, not, no. You didn't eat them. You didn't do it. Just shot them for the fuck of it. Just because you could, eh? Yeah, just because I'm a cold, I'm a, I'm a cold-blooded, cold-blooded killer. <laughs> yeah. You are. Practicing. That, why do you think I'm so hard now and emotionless? Hard because you know of what? You BB know, birds? It's because I've got a thousand bird souls waiting, waiting on my conscience. You're practically the fucking safe puff or state puff marshmallow man here. <laughs> Fuck being hard. Don't even start with me with that shit. Anyways, this birds are birds are fake conspiracy started. If you trace it back, if you go through the internet, start with one guy, Peter Mickendo. Who got his car shit on way too many times. This is how the theory, if you start, now you go backwards through the theory to modern times here. If you go with the theory, this the resurgence of the theory is because one kid, Peter McIndow, he was a student back in 2017 just at like a women's march, just brought signs saying, pigeons are liars, birds aren't real, and he was harassing people as a joke. <laughs> like he's just making a big joke and he started like, he started Twitter accounts, birds aren't real. Ends up getting guys at beauty. Ends up getting tens of thousands of followers what? on each platform. He, he, the like the the motion is funny. But if you go back into our Twitter, um, early on in this craze, I messaged him and been like, "Hey, we want to do a case file about how birds aren't real. We we're all in. Come on." And uh, I I believe he wanted some money to come on the show or something. And then we were like, I was like, Nah, nah. Well. I can see a single tear rolling down Braden's eye once he just realized that this is all fake and birds are real. Mm. You know me having nightmares of fucking pigeons and crows. My dreams are just all squawks. And like, and th then this guy like he started gathering attention because he started getting so much online presence, started going viral. Like birds aren't real. Hashtag birds aren't real. Birds are fake. Pigeons are liars. And then he started selling merch, and he sold. He won't. Disclose how much merch he sold of birds are fake. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I feel I feel like that's how that's how flat Earth started, and then it got way out of hand. I always yeah, feel yeah. I always it always has that same kind of feeling. Like I remember when the birds aren't real thing popped up. Like I remember that craze started started going. Hey, that's the whole movement. Sorry, We're, movement. There was like there was movement, a little bit. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Enough I that it got it. on my radar and I messaged the guy. Yeah. <laughs> How long ago was this? this? I missed 2017. 17 started and it picked up steam. I don't know if he's really going anymore, but he must have made a fortune off selling merch of birds are fake. Um, well, like I said, we're riding the next wave, whatever it is. We've talked about it numerous times on this podcast. <laughs> whatever the board. next big one, big conspiracy is, we're uh, we're all in and we're going to we're going to ride that all the way to the bank. Oh, yeah. What's next? Yeah. Hopefully it's Whatever not something really dumb. Next. Yeah. 
Anyways, that's mm. uh, that's birds are fake conspiracy. Started with assassination of, assassination of JFK, killed the birds, replaced them with robots. They're spying on you. They don't need your phone. They need the birds. They need the birds and their antenna tails sitting on power lines. That's how they charge. It all makes sense to me. It just scares me to think that if they have the capabilities of making a fucking robot look exactly like a bird, what other robots do we have? What else are they doing? Where, does, where does the theory stop? Exactly. What else have they Like replaced? if they're making bird robots, we got people robots, we can have fucking anything. It's terrifying. Anyways, that's all I got yeah. on birds are fake. Hashtag look it up. It's a, you get down some wild, wild rabbit holes. Damn. What else we got for the power hour? So I started looking up uh, wonderful clickbait conspiracies, just just the ones that really pop up in the headlines and whatever. And going back I, I, as a joke, um, as a joke, really, but started like I was like, I wonder, wonder what's the I always like to see the ones about celebrities. Those are always the really good ones. Yeah. And um, Brayden had brought this one up. As, and so I looked into this one that uh, Taylor Swift is the reincarnated leader of a satanic cult. And why why are you playing 100%. with everybody? Everybody knows you're a gigantic Swifty. Yeah, me and Tay Tay. <laughs> we know it. T Swift? Yeah. What's up? Dan gets Swifty. Every yeah, every every before the show, Dan says, let's get Swifty, everyone. Let's have a good show. <laughs> yep. Everybody, let's yeah, get Swifty. Yeah, I, I meeting. listen to Shake It Off uh before every podcast to get myself pumped. Also, can I just really quickly, whoever left us a five-star review that said Dan has more wagon than the Oregon Trail, I fucking <laughs> laughed good. so hard. That's, that's that. fucking great. <laughs> All wagon, no dysentery. Yeah. So uh, so if you go back, if you actually go and look, uh, I guess this is around 2011, people started to bring up pictures or somebody had found these pictures of a woman known as Xena Shrek. And she is actually, I mean, she's kind of actually kind of famous in her own right, that if you go back and look at her Xena, Z-E-E-N-A, and then Shrek, not like, not like the cool Shrek, but however she spells her name. Uh, she was actually like the first spokesperson for the Church of Satan from 1985 from 1990. And she was actually one of the people who had to like do a bunch of talk shows and these things about it was like right around the the satanic panic, uh, which we'll probably do a case file on later. Yep. But uh, back in her younger days, people found pictures of her. I don't know how somebody, uh, you know, got this, but it she looks remarkably like Taylor Swift. Her and Taylor Swift share a very distinct resemblance. So they're babes, both of them. I right, back in the day, she was. But the thing is, you'd have to uh, then you'd have to reconcile the fact that Xena Shrek is still alive. So she's definitely not feeling 22. She's feeling like 222. <laughs> here's Xena. Here's Xena Shrek. Is that Taylor? I'm looking at pictures of Taylor Swift. Type in Xena Shrek. Uh, Zena, that actually looks, they, she actually looks kind of, quite a bit They like do her. look kind of the same. It's because they're the same person. They look yeah, so Zia Shrek is actually still alive, and apparently she's uh, working in Berlin. She's a, a magician and an artist, I suppose. Uh, she, I think, she actually left the Church of Satan uh, or Levian Levian Satanism or something. We probably have to do Church of Satan, which are it's pretty that'd be fun to kind of look into. Uh, and so now, I don't I don't know how people kind of re- <laughs> how you get with that one. It's just like yeah. 
And I don't know how people say she's a reincarnated leader of a satanic cult when the other one's not dead yet. Well, no, she died. They cloned her original body as she aged. They're like, we need to replace her so she continue her reign. T Taylor Swift. So the one that's alive, the original one, is this clone. The reincarnation is Taylor Swift. That's the only way you can justify it. The also the other weird thing is like she's not the leader of this the Church of Satan. She was a spokesperson. <laughs> There's so much stupid stuff. This maybe she like does like jacuzzis in the blood of infants to like do performances. Who Taylor Swift? Well, that no Zena. Oh, she's got her her alter ego is Taylor Swift. So then she'll just have Ooh, a little fucking shower. I like it in the blood of fucking infants <laughs> and yeah. Fucking some xenochrome or whatever, and then she goes on. She's like, xenochrome. "We are never, ever, ever getting back <laughs> together." And then she goes backstage, like she like jumps off stage, and then like her 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 spine starts to pop out, and she just turns back into this old woman. She's like, "To the next city." <laughs> First hulked into this creepy little witch lady. I like that, and she's amassing a following, right? There you go. I think that's it. I think we cracked it. That's 100%. So Taylor Body Swift is the same person. Same person. Taylor Swift and Xena Shrek are the same person. And we explained how it could happen. Confirmed. You're welcome. Um, how about um, you guys know the Illuminati controls everything? Sure. Right? It's a no big yeah. deal. Everything. Um, well, did you guys realize that when you guys were kids watching TV shows, 90s sitcoms, that you were probably watching some Illuminati propaganda? Case in point, Saved by the Bell. Turn the B to the H, what do you get? Hell. Done. Saved by the hell? Closed. Over. You're right. <laughs> Done. Uh, unbelievable. Um, not to mention that, like, you know, some there's there's a there's a site, there's a site dedicated to this called Illuminati Watchers, and they have a subsection that's all about <laughs> breaks down the various ways that Saved by the Bell. I'm I'm sorry, I, I snicker. I'm laughing at something else because this is a fucking serious matter. Right, right. Um, of course. That breaks down the reasons why Saved by the Bell was just poisoning our minds uh, as a as as children. Um, it also points that uh, Dustin Diamond, Screech, untimely passed away this year. Uh, but this site claims that February 1st, when he passed away, is actually the Illuminati sacrificial holiday and that he must have been sacrificed. Um, because none of these, uh, uh, there's all these themes. What was the hangout, Andrew? Do you remember the hangout name of the, like, the where they all hung out? The diner? I can't remember. Awful lot of triangles. Okay. <laughs> Awful lot of triangles. I mean that and, was most of the nineties, but yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of triangles in the nineties so, now that you think about it. You know, you can you can hashtag look up of all the intricacies reasons of why um this is, you know, we don't even have to get onto Disney, which is this is a Disney owned product. And we it, we all know that they're Illuminati confirmed. But case in point, that every single time that catchy ass theme song came on, you were actually being brainwashed because they had some backwashing on that track. Cue it, Zell. So they reversed, if you reverse it, if you reverse it, it sounds a little something like this. Pause it, Zell. We're all saved. What it's saying, it's saying, I miss my Satan. 
we're all saved. We're all saved. I miss my Satan. We're all saved. Boom. So, Boom. so you got to you got to reverse the track to get it. Yeah, but it's well, hidden. subliminal message. It's subliminal. Right? Yeah, because well, everybody knows that once you watch it, you well, okay. And Zach Morris scores a fifteen oh two on the SATs. From what I read, that's impossible. I have no idea if that's true or not. I've read that that's an it's the highest score was what 1400 at that time or something like that. I remember yeah, reading. And he scores a 1502. Zach Morris is an idiot. What, what school, school does, does he, he get, into? get into? Yale. Yale. Woo, Skull and Bones. Boom. Skull and Bones. Oh shit, I Boom. didn't know about that. That's Illuminati confirmed. Confirmed. Right? He the guy obviously sells his soul. It's telling you that if you sell your soul to the devil, you can do whatever you want, right? Sell your soul to the Illuminati. You can get unrealistic scores on the SATs. You can get into Yale. You can be a skull and bones. So also, you know, the guy who, the guy that works at the diner. Yeah. Name yeah. of the diner is the Max, apparently. That's what, yeah, that's right. Okay. The Max. The guy that works there apparently did some type of homosexual magic and performed it on Neil Patrick Harris and turned him gay. Did he just was, give him some but, water? What? I have no idea. That <laughs> apparently that came from this website that I was looking at. Um, was, was Neil Patrick Harris Neil Patrick Harris on Saved by the Bell? No, but he was no. He was Doogie. He was Doogie Hauser or whatever. I mean, yeah, not, he was Doogie Hauser. But we could do a whole case. We could do a whole case file on the conspiracy of what they do to Disney stars, child Disney stars. Right. Yeah, you know, but, but like uh, liberate him, let him embrace his own sexuality and be happy. Like, what, yeah. what's wrong with that? Like, <laughs> it sounds like I don't know. We listen, you know, or they were just giving him only strictly water on set. And if we know anything from Alex Jones, if you drink water, you're gonna it turns you gay. And the frogs, That's, and them and the frogs. That makes yeah. sense. I drink a lot of water. Yeah. Love that shit. I, I, I like it so much, I put it on my body sometimes. Yeah, me too. Sometimes I, I like, this is crazy. I'm a little embarrassed to admit this. Sometimes I fill up this like tub just full of it and I just slide in <laughs> and just and just play it. I just fucking slosh around in it. Yeah. <laughs> Marinating that shit, man. That's a, like, I hate to admit oh. that, but I do. It's fun. Yeah, it's I, I like hot, like as hot as you can get. When you get out, you look like a boiled ham. That's what I like. <laughs> I almost spit whiskey weird. all over the keyboard. <laughs> um, well, since we're on the topic of skull bones, I'll do another quick one. Did you guys know that the skull and bones members operate five minutes ahead of the rest of the world? Boom. Like they have a, Boom. They have a time machine? Out. They have a time machine? No, they operate five minutes ahead of us. Like, so they're like have fast they fast forward no. time five minutes. So listen, I I have now adopted the same practice that they do. I set my clock. All my watches are five minutes ahead. Oh, so you're early for right? everything. It's, it's it's genius. Think about it. The stock market's gonna crash. I know five minutes ahead of time. Right? <laughs> Hypothetical. I'm working in nine eleven. I know five minutes ahead of time that uh, planes you're are out of there. The planes are hit. I'm out of there. Right. Think about all the real world applications of running your life five minutes ahead, like the Skulls and Bones Society. I'm telling you, this is all coming for full circle because I'm telling you right now, they obviously recruited Zach Morris, gave him beautiful, nice gifts and shit like that. Because Zach Morris was the first dude I saw with a cell phone. Who 
else at that time had that sweet ass brick cell phone? Only Zach Morris. Yeah. yeah. Obviously got that from fucking Skull and Bones. Wait, wait. Just like that other guy that got from uh, Dawson's Creek. He got that bank account and everything like that. Makes sense. Zach Morris was off often like he sure was almost late. <laughs> right. Like, Maybe he's like, that's, I guess he wasn't in the cell phone. I'm saying like backwards a little bit. You look at it. I, I encourage everyone here now. The secret's out with this podcast. Turn your watch five minutes. Like think about think about the th- investment opportunities and and how much better your life's going to be able to, that you have five minutes ahead of everyone else. So skull and bones. You know what's cra- oh, this is fucking wild. Okay. I I mean this might be crazy. Probably is. And and Good let chance. me know if this is, sounds fucking crazy, you guys. We will. I'm gonna start s- operating ten minutes ahead. Of everyone else, I'd say. Oh, well, that's gonna, dude. That's gonna unravel. You might, you might destroy the entire space-time continuum with that. Have you? Have you, you never heard that. of the nine-minute rule? It's, it's a nine-minute. No, no. If you go, no past if you go minutes. past nine minutes, the world ends. Everyone knows. Yeah, this. like in Star Trek, you can't go past warp nine, dude. Can't do if it. You go past warp nine, you fucking break. You know, into, you I'm turn sorry. into energy. I can't do it. I knew it was. Fu- I knew it was fucking stupid. I dangerous, Braden. Yep. I'm sorry. That was dumb. Are you trying to you trying to fucking collapse the entire Earth into some kind of fucking wormhole, destroy the entire planet? No. So wait, the skull no, and bones conspiracy good. then is that they have figured out a way to operate five minutes ahead so they can dictate world events or what's going on here? Um. Well, <laughs> it's a it's a legit conspiracy <laughs> theory, but from from like everything i looked into other than them just setting their watches five minutes ahead and it, it, it like we all know george w bush was a, a member of skull and bones and i guess like at his inauguration in 20 2000 2000 and 2006 i don't really really 2000, remember 2004 I, I believe yeah. 2002 2004 george uh, apparently he was inaugurated like it's normally right at noon and he was inaugurated at 11 55 because he's five minutes. That was a nod to the skull and bones. Wait, you're saying it's at... Wait, wait, wait. You're saying usually inaugurated at noon? I don't know. Damn. And then <laughs> he said 11.55, so that's five minutes behind. No, 11.55 is ahead. Five minutes ahead. But you're saying they're usually inaugurated at noon. It should be at 12.05. <laughs> so it should be at... It'd be at 12 our time, 12.05 skull and bones time. No, pre- no, sorry. No, no. listen, listen. So 11.55 his time. Presidents, listen... I get Presidents okay, I get you. Are okay. normally inaugurated at noon. Right. But he was inaugurated at 11:55. Okay, I get Yes. You. <gasps> Holy shit. Holy shit. I just pieced this together. If George Bush in 2000 was inaugurated at 11:55 like this conspiracy says, and you guys are telling me that if you were to do that 10 minutes behind, you unravel space-time, if he, if they're saying he did 11:55 and they're operating five minutes earlier, that's the 10 minute gap right there. That's why everything's gone downhill since 2000. So that's the so it, the world didn't end in 2012. It ended in 2000 because they did the yeah. 10 minute. They went over nine minutes and fucked everything. Yeah, up. they broke the nine minute rule. Broke the nine minute rule. They so shattered reality, probably, and now yeah. we're all living in a different uh, <laughs> fragment of reality. Yeah. There's never supposed to be more than one dot, and there's two dots, Morty. That's what happened. <laughs> exactly. That's hundred percent what happened. Uh, what else we got? Well, I know Dan. I know Dan because all day Dan's te- te- texting us so many Taylor Swift conspiracies. <laughs> so we got to get Taylor Swift only carries empty purses. <laughs> Why? 
bitch. If you look at picture, if you look at pictures of her, okay, I'm gonna. It's all gonna. It's all gonna. All the dots are gonna connect uh, once I get to, to one of the the more in depth conspiracies about T Swift. But she, look at the way that she carries her purses. You can look up pictures of Taylor Swift and how she carries her purses effortlessly. Absolutely, there's like these these purses, and some of these are quite large purses, and we all know that a majority of women keep fucking bricks in their purses. Yeah. You know, 27 blue pens, one or two red pens, entire checkbook, wallet, chock full of credit cards. Look how she carries her fucking purses. Yeah, but it's because she's probably got an assistant. And those are probably quality purses, too. So they are probably pretty heavy. They're pretty hefty purses. So are, are you and saying the way Dan, she carries those? Dan, are no you problem. saying that they look, she looks like they're, she's carrying them so effortlessly that they must be empty and therefore, what? Well, I think we can go even deeper. I'm not even sure that they're empty. And I'm thinking that it's perhaps some type of other explanation about why she carries them so effortlessly. Because I would connect that to the fact that Taylor Swift perhaps has no real belly button. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe her belly button is in her purse. <laughs> Because she a clone? If you look at if you look at most of her photos, pause, 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 pause. Is she a clone? Wait, we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. Hold on. Oh, sorry. Yes. Okay. Sorry. This is I forgot. We're in for the law. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Okay. okay, Sorry. The purse is she effortlessly carry that because she doesn't have doesn't have a belly button. Right. Okay. So there is the there is the allegation that she has no belly button, and so for for the longest time. She has a penchant to wear high-waisted pants, which cover this this uh, oddity that she has no belly button, right? The is, truth now, is that, that she has no is belly that button. Like an, is that actually like a medical thing? Are some people, like everyone has a belly button, right? Yes, everybody has unless a belly you're, button. Unless you're a test tube baby from a No, even test tube babies like, are, you're not, there are no, there are no human feces that are grown outside a womb. Like, All right, so what about, have, you so have, if you're a clone, if you're a clone, Born in a lab of a satanic princess, perhaps. Mm, perhaps. You're you Dan. I, I, sorry, these dots are connecting. You are 100% right. right. Continue. Can I, and we also know that perhaps Taylor Swift is not the only Taylor Swift. Because perhaps she has a twin who lives in Japan. If you look up what? on YouTube, you can look this up, right? Because uh, people pulled this up on the internet. There is a commer- There's a Japanese commercial for McDonald's. That has a model wearing a red wig because it's uh, it's it's supposed to be kind of like a, a spoof on Ronald McDonald. She looks remarkably similar to Taylor Swift. If you type in like Japanese McDonald's, is she wait is, is she red hair wow. wearing a Ronald McDonald outfit like the yellow yeah. with the stripes? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. Here it is. I mean, here it is. This is ridiculous. Is that her? That's it. That's it. That's the one. I mean, is that not her? I mean, I'm starting to think maybe I just don't know her well enough to be that, able to decipher if that's her I mean, or not. That looks it looks it looks like her. Looks like the same person. But that looks like the Shrek lady too up there. Like I feel like that's exactly what we looked at when we looked at Fiona? Right. Well now to the conspiracy the connecting conspiracy before is she has no belly button. In some of these maybe pictures, her. she has a belly button, but that doesn't mean it's real. It could be a photoshopped belly button because prosthesis. Mo- because in most of the pictures, it's a prosthetic belly button. <laughs> yeah, she has a stick on. You know, <laughs> everyone knows if you're a clone, you wear a stick on belly button. But in all the pictures, she does wear high waisted clothes, 
And the ones she's not, it's a stick on belly button. Has to be. Or it's Photoshop. Or she's, or she's tucking her buns. That's why I wear high-waisted stuff. She Keep everything all neat and tidy. She's naturally skinny, but she doesn't do sit-ups, so she's got a little... And front porch, you gotta. Right. I wouldn't even say she has to do sit ups because she wears gym clothes. If you look at a lot of her pictures and she's coming fresh out of the gym, she wears gym clothes, but I'm not sure that she exercises because when she comes out of the gym, she looks perfect. No sweat, no effort. Just comes out of the gym. Well, you don't have to be. Pictures of her coming straight out of the gym. She looks like she is perfectly manicured, perfectly makeup, perfectly done. Solid. If I don't know if you guys follow our socials or not, but we also have a fellow member of this podcast that looks eloquently perfect after the gym as well as we saw his his beautiful gym selfie that he posted all over our socials. Oh, the one that makes him look like a murderer. Yeah, the one that makes him look terrifying. <laughs> He's like, nine days till this year's running Ooh. challenge. You ready? And I was like, oh. you better run fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this. So the tail, she's got a twin or a clone. She has <laughs> right, no belly button. This year's challenge, I will personally chase all next year. <laughs> she she goes to the gym, but she doesn't actually exercise because she doesn't have to exercise because she is a bioengineered fucking clone by the Illuminati. To by the Illuminati to even take over perfectly music. Perfectly created for the Illuminati to to meet all of their considerations for all their mystical cabalic things. Because even in let's see, she did an interview at one point where for MTV and she was talking about the significance of the number thirteen in her life. And she's quoted as saying, "I was born on the thirteenth. I turned thirteen on Friday the thirteenth. My first album went gold in thirteen weeks. My first number one song had a." at a 13 second intro every time i've won an award i've been seated in either the 13th seat or the 13th row the 13th section or row m which is the 13th letter well that is 13 tears on her guitar i'm starting to see the connections on the 13 that is like i mean that's a lot of 13s to uh go into each other 13s i'm thinking that she is a bioengineered clone for the illuminati attempting to create some sort of scion for the Illuminati to, for her to become a complete and just unquestionable leader. Because if you go back to what is it? The two, is it the 2006 or the 2009 VMAs back when the, the Kanye, the Kanye? Uh, Taylor Swift thing started? That was later 2009. Was it 2009, yeah. 2009 VMAs. And that whole, that whole fucking thing was wild. Well, Kanye, well, everybody knows our, our savior Kanye tried to come and interject and save us from her, right? If you look at it, the entire thing. Oh, well, dude. they were talking about Kanye is not <laughs> necessarily. No, dude, he, is he is Illuminati. He, is, he literally as has well. songs where he goes, like, he says he's God and he's Jesus. And you're just telling me that uh, Taylor Swift is Satan. So we're just watching Satan. No, and, no, 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 and, no, no. God. Kanye West is also a member of the Illuminati. This has pretty much been proven. Oh, so this that w- Kanye West is part of the Illuminati. Well, she's trying to get an award because that was part of the Illuminati initiation. Oh, it's good. Bringing oh. her in officially into the Illuminati, making her part of the Illuminati. She hadn't been officially. I mean, she was created by the MN. She was created, but she wasn't officially, you know, ritualistically brought into the order. That is a thing because they that's all, what she had to do. They say that the when you're brought into to the Illuminati, you have to be brought in through a like a humiliating way. Oh really? Mm-hmm. So so goes oh, the story. Shit. 
Yes. Yeah. So Kanye coming remember up. That remember that time I told that story where I sh almost shit myself? How do you think I got in? Remember, remember that time yeah. I shit myself, then Braden pushed no, me onto the roof? That. Same thing. And then remember we almost it? got shot. And then we almost got shot. That wasn't more embarrassing. It was, it was just terrifying. That was scary. We're from Canada. We're from Canada. Don't shoot. <laughs> you can send our uh you can send our application forms by email. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a that's a wild one. So it's Taylor Swift is a Illuminati bioengineered android to take over the minds of young people, converting them to the cause or whatever that cause may be. That's what you're saying. Right. She pretty much be the perfect scion for the Illuminati. All right. Uh, we got that's a great one. We got a few more good ones to go through. But before that, we're going to take a quick beer break. We'll be right back. We're back. Woo. All right. So back, getting right back into it. You know, I, I'm not the only one thinking it. I'm going to say it. We all knew. We all know. Hillary Clinton had something to do with 9-11, right? Well, I think we're all thinking that. Like, I mean, right? probably. Ever, everyone's thinking that in the back of their minds? Well, we now have unequivocal proof that she was involved somehow. Okay. Um, some sharp-eyed Reddit users have noticed some, <laughs> some, internet, some internet sleuths <laughs> Have put it together. <laughs> They've looked at her. Zell, pull up while I'm talking. Her 2016 campaign logo. All right. Now, what that campaign logo looks like, some internet sleuths have gone, well, yes, maybe it is an H with an arrow pointing to the right. But if you slowly tweak that arrow, get rid of the arrow, turn that arrow into a plane, and put a little antenna on the left it looks like a plane crashing through the Twin Towers. Boom. She's blatantly just bragging in front of everyone that she was involved in 9-11. Right. Completely changed the entire design of the H. And then you get a confession yeah, of 9-11. Exactly. Okay. Dan, you're, you're exactly right. Is that, if, you, if you tweak everything. Is that her campaign logo just for her campaign or just her logo for like Clinton, Hillary, Hillary Clinton in general because there's I a lot that of, was, lots that of was different her versions of it that was her campaign logo for 2016 uh, now type in uh, Hillary Clinton campaign logo 9-11 pull that up and look at the similarities it's it's unbelievable it, it was hiding right in plain sight all of 2016 I'm glad the American people got it right in 2016 and didn't vote her in after what we know now <laughs> With this logo. Wait, are you talking about... Wait, is, this is the only thing I could find. Are you talking about that? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> no, that's not the one I was talking about, but it's pretty funny. That's the only one that pops up. <laughs> um, Someone had, like, some some Reddit or internet sleuths had actually, like, changed the H in her logo and the arrow, and the red arrow, they turned into an airplane, that's, and then they added an antenna to the, like, I'm, the blue... I'm glad I didn't pull that one up, then. And it's, uh, yeah, like I said, 100% confession, right? She wants to get caught at this point. Well, these people always put... <laughs> That's her Zodiac Killer note. Yeah. They always put out there, like, just Prove to me that she wasn't bit. the Zodiac Killer. Proved, yeah. No, that was Ted Cruz. We all know. Ted hey, Cruz. 
Hillary, the code's been cracked and your time's up. Okay. <laughs> coming for you. I'm north of the border. <laughs> coming down. Right, yeah. <laughs> We're here to expose you, Hillary. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was fine. Once once Trump goes up to Canada and becomes your, your president slash king. There's a few. Pres- I think it's... Where- <laughs> yeah, we're going to call him President Minister. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, well, that there we go. Now now everyone knows. Now you know. Direct Spread connection. the word to everyone. The more you know. All right, Andrew, uh, what do you got? So this all started for me on a certain episode of the world's greatest show ever created. Uh, season three, episode 19. Hercules Legendary Journeys? Not quite, Dan. Okay. The negotiation? The office. The office. Right. Okay. This this particular episode has Michael Gary Scott showing up to work in what he thinks is a very elegant, manly power suit, which to much to his chagrin is informed that it might in fact be a lady suit. Now, Michael would have you think that he was wearing a man's suit, but Pamela Beasley points out the fact that there are no pockets on his pants. And he retorts with, well, it's Italian, and Italians don't wear pockets. But unfortunately, that's not true. Which led me kind of down a rabbit hole, the fact that why don't women's pants have pockets? Interesting. So we did a little bit of research into that. Started looking. Andrew, 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 just very quickly, very quickly. I just want to air some caution to you. Very quickly. If you're about to go down the, if you're about to go down the avenue. Don't, don't you say it. I think you're about to go down. Very quickly. And you're gonna you're gonna touch on very quickly. You're gonna touch on some big handbag stuff. Be tread very lightly, my friend. And very quickly. This is something you need to understand though. So before the seventeenth century, both men and women's clothing didn't have pockets. Zero? Right? So it was no, no pockets. It wasn't a thing. We didn't have pockets. Men carried bags, women carried purses. Total normal practice. And then around the 18th century, all called satchels, called satchels, satchel, European, European whatever the fuck it is, satchels, potato, potato, tomato, easy. Then in the 18th century, all of a sudden men's clothing started popping up with pockets, not women's sexist. Why is that? Now, why is that? Some might make you think, you know, it's because they want to maintain an hourglass figure. It's for high fashion. Nope. Big purse. Big handbag. Big purse. They just like they've infiltrated the fucking fashion world. And again, be careful because the big handbag industry is a forty eight billion dollar worldwide industry. That's so it. Big oh. women's pants and big purse have some sort of unholy alliance. Is that what you're saying? That big purse runs big pants. Okay. Well, hold on. Sorry, big big purse runs big lady pants. Yeah, big lady pants. Well, who who was running big satchel, and why did guys get pockets first? Then, well, that's yeah, the how thing. Come guys don't have that, satchels. Anymore? Listen, that's how big big handbag learned from the mistakes of big satchel. Big satchel allowed big pants to come out with pockets that utilized men. Oh, being cargo able to, shorts. Yeah, yeah, cargo shorts and stuff like that. Too many to get pockets. rid of the satchel. All I gotta say right now, big satchel. Never heard of them. Yeah, lost, wonder why lost big profits. And now they're there gone. You go big pockets, right? There is definitely like realistically, you give some lady like when you look at your any of 
every guy listening right now, take a look at your lady friend. Tell me how many functional pockets she has on her outfit right now. <laughs> probably fucking zero. It's unbelievable. How big's her purse? She's probably she's probably got a she's probably got a shirt on with fucking a fucking tiny miniature pocket that couldn't even hold a thing of Tic Tacs. She's probably got on some sort of fucking flowing crocheted thing with no pockets. Fucking jean jacket over top of that with baby pockets or fake pockets with a coat with zero pockets. Her pants have what looks to be pockets, but they're sewn shut. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like if if you just added a little bit of functionality to those outfits, big handbags done. That's a forty-five like, billion dollar industry. Why do you think their purses are so heavy? Why do you think they put so much shit in their purses? Why are their purses a fucking black hole? And, because they, because have, no they and have listen, to put everything in there because they got no I pockets. I don't even want to go get into the ergonomics of it, <laughs> but do. Look, but like, but let's like re- realistically, <laughs> carrying that forty-five fucking pound purse on one shoulder, it's bad. It, it's bad for you. Like, no wonder you guys got back pain. Just as bad as single strap in your backpack. Hey, yep. no wonder they all need massages all the time, right? <laughs> I would too if I carried that thing all fucking hanging off one side. Now we know why they have headaches all the time. Yeah. It's all big. Right, it's right on your. It's right on your trap. Like no wonder. Like that's a tension headache waiting to happen. So you're saying all you're doing it to yourself, you're, ladies. You're, so, you're saying get rid of your big handbag. And buy some cargo shirts. <laughs> buy some cargo shirts. You're saying uh, you're saying big big handbag is responsible for migraines, headaches, neck aches, back aches worldwide. Dude, big big handbag is directly feeding into so many different industries. You think like <laughs> like big massage, big chiropractor. All these different industries are directly benefiting from big handbag and the like the unification of big handbag and big ladies pants of like <laughs> making sure ladies do not carry anything on their persons and carry these fucking heavy ass handbags <laughs> in a non ergonomical matter. You should realistically you should have a backpack on with like a hip strap. Honestly, you should just a have a fanny pack yeah. or backpack. Yeah, what fanny happened pack? to fanny packs? Fucking big purse got a hold of them. Big purse got yeah. a hold of them too. Big purse okay, is wait. like, hey, listen, I don't, I don't like what's going on here. Well, and you better cut it out right how now. How do we get? How do we get? Where do we leave off? How do we get back? Where do we start with this? I don't know. My oh. topic's already been railroaded. I, lost I got nothing it. left. You mean railroaded or fucking rocketed to the moon? Dude, this yeah. shit is all. This is all makes sense. This yeah. fucking makes perfect sense to me. What was your other theory, Andrew? I don't. Do you want to do it for me? No. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> I don't know where we left off. How did we get to big purse in the first place? I thought that's where we were going. <laughs> back. I'm bringing oh. it back to the office. I had a huge, huge. The office goal. and big purse are in cahoots. What is happening? Bringing it back to the office. Back to the office. Okay. I'm ready. Toby Flanderson, everybody's least favorite HR rep, is the Scranton Strangler. This is an important topic to me. I keep it close to close and near and dear to my heart because I am a member of the Kelowna chapter of the Knights of the Night. Knights of the Night. Okay. There's some things you need to know about Toby Flanderson. There's a there's a wrongfully there's a man serving time wrongfully right now. George Howard Scubb. Okay, I'm going to tell you why. Toby Flanderson is the Scranton sta- Strangler. Okay, I'm listening. Did you say stapler. I- huh. We can Stapler. say Stapler. I said Scranton Strangler. Okay. Stapler is just as cool. Sure. Scranton Stapler. His wife left him. He struggles to connect with his daughter. His boss treats him like crap. He's working this 
dead end job in a rust belt city that's going nowhere. Um, every attempt at humor or even general conversation is high is hijacked and destroyed by his boss, Michael Scott. Mm. Um, Toby clearly has a lot to say, but never is able to say it. He has ridiculous amounts of pent up anger. Um, he's got frustrations with Pam, so we know right away that he's in love with Pam. Yep. Right. He makes his he makes his big move and fails on the night out. Remember that where he's rubbing her ha- he's rubbing her thigh, and then if you notice, he kind of squeezes it a little bit aggressively. And the minute that everybody else realizes what he was doing, he jumps up out of his chair, sprints out of the building, and hops the fucking fence that everybody's stuck behind in like one single bound. Okay? Right after that, he immediately decides to move to Costa Rica. Gone. Disappears. All right? When he's in Costa Rica, what happens? Goes ziplining, fractures his neck. Mm. That's where it all starts. The idea, the trauma of strangling. Because he knew what it felt like breaking his neck. So <laughs> so, you- so after he decides to come back and resumes his job at Dunder Mifflin, right? Mm-hmm. What does he come back to? Pam and Jim engaged. Worst nightmare, That's right? The final straw. The final straw pushes him over the fucking edge. There's one scene where we haven't even heard of the Scranton Strangler yet, but Meredith is overheard talking to Oscar and he said, you know, I knew something bad was going to happen today. Yeah, my neighbor was murdered. And he's like, what do you mean murdered? How shot, stabbed, just murdered. So it does, you know, we don't have any definitive word on how they were killed, possibly strangled. First time we hear about the Scranton Strangler is the same episode that Pam and Jim have their first child. Everybody goes and visits them in the hospital. Who's not there? Toby Flanderson. So it's Toby. Just Toby. He's the only guy that wasn't there. And we know this because Andy gifts them a newspaper clipping of the fucking Scranton Strangler. Because he's like, I wanted to get them a you know, memorial for the day their daughter was born. And unfortunately, it was a murder newspaper article. <laughs> but it's kind of the humor there. So... After that, he starts getting this increasing guilt. He's, he's, um, well, sorry, not, let's not get to the guilt yet. So Toby's selected to jury duty, which is perfect case scenario because the jury that he's fucking on is the Scranton Strangler. That's his perfect out. Puts an innocent man behind bars for his fucking mass crimes. Now there's tons of shit that links him to it. Like on the one episode, Toby calls the, the asbestos the silent killer. And Michael responds, you're the silent, silent killer where Toby glances at the camera and says, you'll see. Oh, fuck. It's all coming back. I'm telling to me. you, man. I'm telling you the guy's a peak health. They always make mentions of his fitness. He was the first guy to win the fucking, the, uh, the, was it the Michael Gary Scott annual fucking, uh, <laughs> race against rabies or whatever the fuck right. it was. So Toby is um, the Scranton Strangler. He was obsessed time. with true crime. He started making his own episodes of Flenderman, the Flenderson Files. So are we saying people obsessed with true crime have a higher higher uh, probability no, of becoming then, stranglers? In the later seasons, when he goes and he meets the Strangler, he probably can he probably confesses to the Strangler. Like, yeah, I know I know two one. people on this podcast who are obsessed with true crime. <laughs> 
<laughs> and one of them looks like a fucking psycho. Uh, well, I say, oh, it's like uh, people who obsess with true crime have a higher probability of becoming serial killers. I know it's two people on this podcast you're obsessed with true crime. There's one guy right below me on the stream that when you take a yeah, picture of it, just his, just his upper face, he looks, he has the exact look of a serial killer. Got the brow. But on the, so on the day that the uh, Granton Strangler was being pursued by the police, um, the staff is all sitting watching the fucking, the whole chase go down. Who's missing from work that day? Toby Flanderson. Fucking Toby. And in the background, you can see the phone on his desk ringing. Right? Which means it didn't come in through fucking reception. It was a direct, direct line. Direct call. Calling Toby's fucking phone. So why would he call his own phone? <laughs> I don't watch the office enough to know. Why would he call his own phone direct no line? He would know he's not there. How do you know he was calling him? How do you know, you know it was him calling? Well, who the fuck would call him directly? Maybe the guy that he framed. Maybe he had an accomplice, and maybe he was framing that guy, and that was the guy that was driving away, running away. From- How many serial killers have an accomplice? I don't probably know. a lot. I don't know. Probably you tell ones, us, Dan. Probably the ones who I don't, don't know, get you're caught. The one, you're the one obsessed with true crime. How do you know? We you tell us. Two case files of true crime. Two, barely do it. Two or three. Somebody on the podcast doesn't like well, it. Well, that's just, just because we <laughs> don't do it. It doesn't mean that you're not obsessed with true crime. <laughs> true fucking sitcom crime. True, true sitcom crime. Oh, that's a good one. There's a couple of ones that are from like the 90s and like the 80s sitcoms or, or 70s sitcoms where it's like, oh, fucking so-and-so was a serial killer. A couple of them I can't remember. Fuck. There's some good ones, though. Um... I got another one. You want to hear it? Let's hear it. No. No. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> hey, this one, this is a topic we should probably do, maybe not a main case file, but maybe a confidential. The Large Hadron Collider. Sure, LHC. So back in 2013, it, fa- it found the Higgs boson, like the God particle, pretty much, like the particle that makes up other particles. It's Always talked about, never found till the then. Particle of particles. So, yes, yeah, so they say. So, there's lots of theories about this. I've never seen one. <clears throat> but the one theory that I found the most interesting online the conspiracy that lar- the Large Hadron Collider was developed by the powers, the Illuminati, whoever. Sure. Taylor Swift. T-, T Swift and her light purse and no belly button. Mm-hmm. And Kanye. And sure. <laughs> whoever. And Beyonce and Jay Z. Developed the Hadron Collider because to bring back a god. And there's two, there's a couple different gods. There's Osiris, which that's sure. was that's Egyptian. Right. God of the underworld. And god of the Shiva, afterlife. which is sure. what, Hindu? Yep, Hindu, destroyer. Or possibly yeah. the Antichrist, depending on the religion, but the same type of being, like a being that like a like a being of dis- destruction or death or whatever you want to call it. Some type of God. Okay. <laughs> and the reason they did this, because this God is not from, it's not from this, this plane of existence. It's from a different dimension. And they're saying the conspiracy is that the LHC through crashing particles into each other at almost light speed makes a rift and can either merge or transfer dimension. And that's how it's not the God comes back is that we bring the God back. Right. So, so- 2013, they started. They found the God particle. Uh-huh. How long until the God 
or Antichrist or whatever it is comes through a portal and that's the end of us. Thoughts? Scary. Are you taking bets or what? Well, don't they, don't they, isn't there <laughs> a statue right later. outside too of like uh, Shiva? Well, I don't know. Maybe. Outside I'm the collider? I'm pretty sure like I, I'm so outside of the like the entrance, there's a statue of Shiva. Outside of where, sorry? The hydrogen collider. Mm, it could be. Uh, if you hashtag look it up, look I'm it pretty up. sure they have a statue of some sort of god out front. If I if my memory serves me right, I have no idea if I'm correct or not. I probably am correct, 100. percent but I don't know for sure. I'll throw you in the higher higher percent. Yeah, it is. You're right. It is a Shiva? statue of Shiva. That's fucking weird. Yeah, I just I, I just remembered that as you said that. I'm like that. I'm pretty sure there's a statue of Shiva out front. Why? Oh, That's bizarre. So they are trying to bring back Shiva through this interdimensional rift they're creating by the LHC. Could you imagine if that just statue just comes to life? Just starts crushing things? Fucking Tomb Raider style. Um, oh. What else we got? We got anything else? <laughs> That's terrifying. That was all on my list. The last one was just a, a little bonus on the um, top. Let me check here. What else we had all my here? Taylor Swift ones. That <laughs> There's no more secret so. Taylor Swift kicking around. Uh, no, just like stuff about her personal life, other than uh, world shaking conspiracies about Taylor Swift. I think we hit them all. <laughs> and her um, Well, I mean, like, there's the one that her and Tom Hiddleston were uh, that was a PR stunt take away from like her breakup with Calvin Harris. And <laughs> I didn't even know her and Tom Hiddleston had dated, I didn't know even that was a thing. My Loki, my pop culture is yeah, terrible. right. Yeah, Hiddle, you never heard of Hiddle Swift? <laughs> Hiddle, Hiddle Lift. That's a terrible one. It's funny that you. So the one cons, the, the conspiracy you brought up was Saved by the Bell. The only Saved by the Bell conspiracy I can remember is the fact that the whole show is just Zach Morris's dreams. Yeah, That's or I'm, he's dead. Yeah, I've heard the that whole too. fucking Jacob's Ladder situation. There's also, I mean, I mean, we can get into the like the various conspiracies of like people say like it's a prequel to Dead Deadpool and Zach Morris is actually Deadpool. So he goes and becomes a fucking mercenary. To- <laughs> what? Morris changed his name from Wade Wilson. I don't understand, or vice versa. I don't know. Leave us alone. Let us have cool Canadian superheroes, okay? Yeah. Back off. <laughs> Come on. There's also a conspiracy theory that uh, Zach Morris and uh, Paul Walker are the same person. The same fuck? person? Yeah. How about uh, Stevie Wonder isn't blind? Do you see that one where he catches yeah. the mic stand last minute? Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. I've seen that's that amazing. one. Hey. That's, dude. What, well, it's either that or maybe he's got daredevil powers. Maybe he's got some Matt Murdock yeah. shit going on. He, he, there's only two explanations for that video that I saw. <laughs> either he's not blind, and this is a PR stunt because he's like, he's getting the Ray Charles fame, or he is, in fact, daredevil. Potentially. And and comics have whitewashed Daredevil. <laughs> I think he said he's moving to Ghana. He's moving to some African country just recently. Yeah, so we can so we can blend in and see. <laughs> he like doesn't have to fake it. <laughs> Who's gonna know him in Ghana? I mean everybody. Just cuts his hair different. <laughs> Nobody. I mean, he is a world I mean what? <laughs> everybody knows who Stevie Wonder is. No. I guarantee he goes there. No one he's knows glo- who he is. He is a global superstar. How do you guarantee that? He's a global it. superstar. I will personally guarantee it. <laughs> I think it, if he shaved his head and took off his, if say he was 
wasn't blind and he took off his glasses and shaved his head, it'd be probably- He just starts it, walking around? You have no I idea. Mean, Even if he kept his long him, hair but... and shit, and he's just walking around normal, like saying hi to people, no one would be like, are you Stevie Wonder? No one. <laughs> not a soul. <laughs> so he can live out the rest of his days as a uh, sight-able person. Have you ever seen a video of Stevie Wonder walking around with his, like, the seeing eye cane? I haven't. I've never looked it up, though, or searched it. <laughs> But I haven't. Mm, me either. Man, Superstition is a good song, man. Sign, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. Since we, you oh. see the play, you see the the video of him playing Superstition on like Sesame Street in like the 70s. The fact that they had him on the show, fucking awesome. But the, he fucking rocks that shit. I was like, that's the coolest uh, thing hey, I've ever seen. I, I'm not saying like sight or no sight. The guys, the guy can wail. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> like, there's no conspiracy there. The guy's talented. God damn it. Yeah, it's a great song too. Superstition. That's one of my favorite ones to play at the bar with the band. It's so random for us, but it's, it's, it's it, a good song. It kills. Um, what kills about at the, bar. Um, the mystery of the pyramids? How they were built. Which one? What about damn this? It. What about this? Built by dinosaurs. Like only right? by dinosaurs? Like the dinosaurs no, no, we built, were them. built by dinosaurs? <laughs> like yeah, just well, dinosaurs. Well, just well, T-Rex yeah. and his tiny yeah. little arms picking up the blocks and putting them down. Um, we harnessed the power. We were, um, you know, I guess the theory goes that there's some pyramids in Ukraine or some other place that date back to the Jurassic period. And uh, they say that humans were just utilizing and uh, domesticating dinosaurs. And that's how we move these large stones is we've had these giant beasts doing it for us. Well, it's the fossil records match up so well. Yeah, 100%. So you got T-Rex's right. dragon blocks up the pyramid with his mouth placing them perfectly. Probably not T-Rex, but like, it was, like, it was a, a whole dinotopia situation going on. Yeah, it was like, books, it was, books it was basically fucking He-Man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Probably like brontosauruses or something like that with those long yeah. necks oh, sitting like, on the top. No, it's like yeah, a crane. Dinotopia. Yeah. Didn't you guys read the Dinotopia books? No. Did you ever no, read those? Did not. <sighs> Look that shit up. That thing is good. Those were 100% <laughs> picture books. They'd be right up your alley, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> you mean comics? Because that's about as far as it gets for me. <laughs> even less than All even right. less words than comics. So I mean, no, just no words, just yeah. pictures. All right. Uh, we got any other conspiracies? That's all the main ones I had for today on the last minute. Well, other than like, I don't want to get into this one because it would take an hour, like an hour long just to go through all like all my evidence of how Andrew became number one theorist. But like, <laughs> we can do that in another case file. Because Andrew was born on the 13th day of Friday yeah. the 13th. <laughs> dude, 15th day. Dude, all I've learned from this case yeah. file is that. Anything to do with the band or music now is happening on the 13th day of whatever 13 I could squish in there. Yeah, line that shit up. Fucking yeah, work for Taylor not? Swift. Yeah, that too. I'm just in. Become, just I'm get in. clones, dude. <laughs> well, whatever I need to do. We all know who Zeppelin, how Zeppelin did it. Come on now. Gotta buy a fucking right, we mansion. Gotta, we got a theory of the week. Uh, if I remember correctly, we have Dose. Por two favor. two equal theorites of the week. I do. Should get some like new music for this one, this segment. So our two theorites of the week are Ashley Gunn 420 and Cousin Balthazar. Did I say that right? Balthazar? Balthazar, yeah. Balthazar, yeah. Before uh, why? 
Yeah. So they got fucking inked, man. Inked. That's we're not. Hey, listen, we're not recommending doing this. We're not supporting it. No. Yeah. And and it's and, and it's getting a tattoo does not guarantee you theory of the week. It no, but it's but it's saying. fucking bananas that anybody's doing that. We don't even have our logo tattooed on. I, I am jealous that people have our tattoo before we've talked about it for years and we've just been waiting for a time to all be together or me and Andrew be together, whoever's gonna get yeah, it. That's not true at all. We have two members of us that have uh virgin skin that want nothing to do with it. Yeah. I got tattooed. We got it together. I got one. I keep telling you, if I have to fake my death, I just like I have to. Tattoos don't help. I have a tiny little difficult. tattoo on my back, my shoulder. I got it. I got it in Vietnam. It's tiny. I always pla- I always planned on getting it like. Absorbed. Does it say always true? No. Does it say, like live, laugh, love, anything like cool like that? No, it's just a music note, small one. That's cool. <laughs> I was th- I always thought about getting it absorbed into like an actual piece. But I never made up my mind, and I never had any money. Maybe one day. I keep buying musical gear and stuff before the tattoo, but eventually, I have enough for for something. I will mm. I will pay the cost for you to get the eighty two logo because <laughs> it's not going to be much. <laughs> it, just, are we getting the stick logo? Just, just, yeah, just, stick just, logo. <laughs> space right there. I'm just... Yeah, I got a little space here, right there. Right, got uh, I... uh, edge. I would, I would, I would do one. I, told, I got lots I, of space. I, I told because we planned that before I started my sleeve. I told my tattoo guy to leave that, that little section right there. Look. <coughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, theory, rights of the week. That's awesome. We do not recommend getting tattoos of ATT logo, but hey, it's your own choice. Do whatever you want. Whatever you want. It's a dope logo. It is. You know what? It is a dope. <laughs> your body, logo. your choice. Yep. Do whatever you want. Do what you want. Man. Except for your Dan and Zell. You should get a tattoo. Stop being lame. Do it. Yeah. Pay for one. I'll get one. Let's do it. Brain's going to pay for my little ATT logo on my arm. Perfect. Yeah. Man, there's a a member of your band like work at a tattoo studio. Yeah. I feel like you should be able to get us number one good price. Come on now. I do not like that studio. (laughs) I hate him. Because they fucked the guy fucked us over really bad on a gig one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember. I'll never. I will never forgive him. Gate. <laughs> he never apologized. If he apologized, I would have forgave him, but he never said a word about right. it. Hey, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that on after hours. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Until I hold I hold grudges when they need to be held, only when they need to be held, which is rare. Um, what else do we normally do at the end of power hours? Well, I'm gonna read the uh, newest Patreon supporters of the week. Woo! Thank you very much for supporting the show. You can find the link to our Patreon in the podcast description. This week's Patreon supporters, the Hashish Masterpiece went up in a pledge. Oh, that's fucking great. That's a name. dope name. Lucas Batley, Jules, John Gomez, Jordan Boggs, Stephen Thibodeau. That's my bad. I, I know it's my bad. Alex <laughs> Cruz, Eric Smith. Raggy Dagler Desi the Moon Bear That Mac Theo Theo Foliar Pledge by Kurt E Liam Smars Amanda and Joe Klein Thank you very much for supporting the show We appreciate it Woo! Uh, Head to our website Alien Theorist dot com and get yourself some merch 
and as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the skies. Peace, everybody. <laughs>